a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends and welcome. Today we're going to discuss how to streamline your homeschool. There is so much to homeschooling because, well, we do it at home. And there's almost no way to thrive as a homeschool parent unless you take some time to plan. And that's what we're going to get to today. First of all, I want to give a shout out to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network because as I'm recording this show for you, we are celebrating 10 years. That's right, 10 years as a network. Can you believe it? And it has been a blessing to me and I hope all of you. There have been thousands and thousands and thousands of podcast episodes that we have provided to all of you for absolutely free. If you go to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, there is a search feature and you can search for almost any topic. I also want to give a shout out to Media Angels, which is my company dedicated to bringing you self-paced classes, books, and podcasts, and a sponsor of this show. You can visit mediaangels.com forward slash store to find all of the products that I offer. Our Streamline Your Homeschool is available on your time, and that is the topic for today, and I'm going to take a segment of a longer video presentation I did as part of the Streamline Your Homeschool package. You can find all kinds of topics there, such as streamlining your laundry routine, one-on-one teaching, curriculum buying, and planning, which is the topic today, virtual field trips, dealing with distractions, and even a bonus, streaming your work at home. Well, the key to finding the perfect curriculum is to understand there is no perfect curriculum. Don't you hate it when people say that? You're like, oh, good. I can't wait. Now I'm going to hear the key. And then it's like, uh, there is no key. Well, there is some points that are important for you to consider, but I have made so many mistakes in my homeschooling career. And I have to say that um, a lot of times it turned into a disaster. And I even started one child over on a math program 
the second time through because I didn't like the first book, which really was no better than the second one. He really needed a lot of manipulatives, but um, for lack of uh, time and understanding at that point of time in my homeschool career, I didn't even know um, where to find that type of thing because homeschooling was so new when I started. But one of the things I quickly learned was when I got frustrated and I just stopped and said a prayer and just said, you know, Lord, help me with what to teach this child. It was amazing how, you know, coincidences or as I call them, God incidences happened and um, it would work out so much better for us. You know, all curriculum doesn't work for all kids. Just because you used one math book for one child, it may not work for another. And I found that as well, that one of my children really hated the algebra book that the others were using. So I had to look into another program that works so much better for him. And one of the things I will say when you start looking for curriculum, first, take a look at your kids and note what they can and cannot do and then go from there. Um, I remember buying a book and then finding, oh my gosh, this is too easy or vice versa, a book that was too difficult. So sometimes we had to stop and remediate some weaknesses and then build on their strengths. And then at other times, I would just say, okay, well, we're skipping through to section 47, you know, Um, and then you're thinking, oh my gosh, I wasted all this money. So that's kind of important. Know where your kids are at. And one of the things you can do is find, um, you know, some of the curriculum uses, uh, you know, some um, sort of gauge for them to know where to get started. But You know, parents, if we're trying for knowledge retention, right, it's not going to be great if our kids are struggling all day. So if your child is struggling academically, get some help. Um, I did for my struggling learners, even though my background is in uh, learning disabilities and early childhood education, that was the major back then, um, with an undergrad in elementary ed. And I found that using manipulatives really works almost across the board. It depends on your child. But if they're not understanding five plus four, you know, get the manipulatives out and have them work on that aspect of it counting, you know, eventually they'll get it. You know, this can mean you're beginning your introduction with hands on approach. And I think all little kids can really benefit from that. Encourage your kids to learn, especially in the younger years, and that means setting up small chunks of time for learning, taking them outdoors if you can, uh, planning ahead with some field trips and more. In my Streamline Your Homeschool class, I went into specifics for each um, you know, chunk of uh, grade levels like younger kids, older kids, middle school, high school, vocational school, and I go through some specifics there, which I'm not going to do for this podcast or it would be way too long. But think about each subject you'd like to teach, and there are many scope and sequences available online, and this is an overview of what subjects should be taught in specific grades. Do you have to do that? Absolutely not. You need to look at your state find out what is, um, you know, important uh, for your state law and go from there. 
You will learn in homeschooling that many subjects overlap, especially if you're preparing a unit study or theme-based curriculum. And I will say that elementary years um, is what is where we really focused on our theme-based learning. And then I brought in a math curriculum and a reading curriculum or a math book and a, and a reading book. I didn't always use prescribed curriculums. I always said I was curriculum impaired. I never could use a curriculum the way it was designed. But um, it still worked. And as homeschool parents, we spend a lot of time with our kids. However, it's often working with them rather than being with them and doing something fun. So this is why I tried to eat at least breakfast or lunch with my kids to talk and discuss various things. Um, that way, you know, sometimes I would get up earlier and grab some coffee. Um, I'm not a big breakfast person unless it's a Sunday breakfast with all the trimmings, but um, I would hover around as the kids were eating and get some things done that I needed to do, maybe some meal prep for dinner or working on some last minute thing um, for what we were going to be learning that day. And then, um, or you could do some kind of Bible study or something like that. My daughter does uh, reading with them during breakfast, uh, you know, some book that you're reading. Um, I liked that for after lunch. Um, and I also worked with my kids and having them read to me after lunch. So uh, that was really helpful. And then what are your homeschool goals? You know, first is having a family motto. Talk to your husband about that or your wife about that and you know look at that for us it's as for me in my house we will serve the Lord and then we had a plaque uh, that was uh, given to us after we had decided on that motto but whatever your family motto is you know staying together working together or praying together you know makes us a family or whatever that is Make sure you discuss it and remind the children that you are in it together. It's not parents against kids or kids against parents or kids against kids. It's everybody working together. And, you know, taking history, for example, you know, how will you teach history? Is Are you going to start with ancient world history, American history? It gets to be overwhelming. And that's why it's good to see, well, gosh, you know, in elementary years, what are they supposed to be learning and going from there? Um, are you interested in incorporating faith or relationships in your family and worldview values? That's why I created Homeschooling with Proverbs, because I wanted my kids to have a good foundation um, in, you know, not only um, biblical aspects, but relationships There's so much in Proverbs, but relationships and, you know, faith, um, character building and so forth. So these are the types of questions you're going to ask before you buy. And um, there, are, all of this is in the show notes. So you can, um, you know, see, see what that is. And then also I have um, a couple of, um, you, you know, referrals uh, to some different things. I've got some um, handouts in the streamline class. I am going to look, um, I should have done that before I started recording to see if those are podcasts that I've done. And then I'll put those links in there for you. Well, my biggest key to peaceful homeschooling and just planning my day was the four square planner. I took a sheet of paper, divided it in four, and, you know, decided there was four main parts of my homeschooling, 
And that was faith, kids, school, and household. And that was the order for me. And I had some squares, a blank that I, I created, and then they're in all of my planners. So if you're signed up for our email, you will get um, whatever the flavor of the month is um, in planners. But if they're anything like the checklist planner or the um, you know curriculum overview planner, which is um, those are available on the website. This year, we've been working on the Organize It Planner. So those all have the four square planner in there. And then you can do a week in review. So one sheet of paper is your entire week because a lot of the things are routine. And I found that with routines, that worked so much better for all of us. The kids got up, they knew what was expected of them. And so we could move forward in that way. If you want to do it, you know, individually for each day, that's fine too. But normally, um, a week in review is perfect. And then I would prioritize, you know, my time for prayer, time when the kids could pray, or we would pray as a family, what we were going to be doing for school, household, and that included any errands or um, anything that we had to do that way. And then homeschool, um, you know, with field trips or, or things like that. And then I also divided um, our yearly plan out. I would take the entire year and divide out the year. So I would plan out holidays, birthdays, and other days off. And then I would schedule backwards. So, you know, once that is all mapped out, you know, if you have a hair appointment or the kids have lessons, you would put all of that into your year planner. And I have Um, I think these books are fabulous. And that is a two-year planner um, that have the big squares so that you can put things in for each day. And then each day of the week has um, another section where you can write some things in if you need to. And then you can keep this kind of thing for, um, you know, your curriculum review at the end of the year, just for like an overall plan if you need it. But it's so nice to do, and it's so nice to have. And as I'm recording this, I've got the month of October open, and I can see all of the things that are happening uh, this month. And so I have a clear understanding. And for me, I just like that visual so that I can see where everything is. And some families have a big month planner that's up. We actually still have one, even though... Um, you know, the kids are grown and, um, you know, there aren't that many of us still left in the house. But it's nice because if somebody is going somewhere or there's an appointment and sometimes you forget there's so much going on, you forget to tell each other, they can look at that planner and see. And then you take your books and you go through and you schedule. Um, Be sure to add the dates that you must school. So, most states require 180 days, but the hours vary depending on your children. So in other words, um, younger kids are going to school for less hours than the older kids. So for a planning overview, once you've decided what you want to do, um, you know, you can get started. Remember, if you're finished in two or four hours, you're done as long as the work's completed. Just because it says you have to school for five hours. Um, When I taught school, we had time for lining up and time for getting out the door and time to listen to announcements. So even though the kids are in school for a certain period of time, not every second 
is learning. At home, you have less of those distractions. So that's something that, you know, you can look at. And then my big thing is plan it and forget it. You're scheduling your school times, you're scheduling time for meals, time for read aloud. Um, as you're homeschooling, you keep work samples. That is a big streamline tip. Don't wait to the end of the year to get a notebook together for work samples for all your kids. Have a three ring binder available so that um, with a hole punch, these are things that are great for your homeschool um, you know, supplies and just take some great, oh gosh, this is a great math paper or look at how well this was written. And you just put them in the binder in the section under math or under, um, you know, literature or under writing samples. And then at the end of the year, you have progression and you can put dates on it. Make sure the kids, um, you know, write their names and put their dates on. It's just practice on writing your name and, and writing the date. I know everything's digital today, so it almost seems like why should they, but it's still good practice. And I love to think it through one time. So... You know, we would always um, try to get some things that were ahead of time. Like, for example, um, I had different packs, um, for example, backpacks, and I would have them set up for field trips or one for the park or one for church. I didn't take a backpack to church, but I had like a small bag of things, especially when they were really little, that would keep them occupied. um, Because when we went to church, the kids stayed with us. So I had things that if we're going on a field trip, I could just grab that bag, you know, yes, check it, make sure that something didn't get removed, or one for the park, same thing, or kept a a blanket and a tablecloth cover, um, a plastic one in the car for in, in case we wanted to go on a picnic and wanted to, you know, sit on the on the ground. So if you have these things in your car or available, then it's not something that is a big overwhelm when you have to plan to go somewhere. It's done. I think the biggest part of homeschooling is planning it to begin with, because then you can just pick up, you know, where you left off the day before. One of the things um that I love too when I planned my homeschool is I planned my meals. And uh, sometimes we don't feel like eating what we plan. So you can maybe have a little wiggle room uh, with some changeable items. But in your streamlining your homeschool, I know this is not about meals, but I just want to throw this in because I know that for many people, you know, we, we had a huge survey we did um, a couple of, uh, maybe it was like a month or so ago, And people just said, you know, that either they homeschooled well, or they ran their household well, they couldn't do both together. And if you can just take some time for planning, and I know those of you with the little ones, it is so hard. I I hear you and I know. And that's where you're just going to streamline your meals. You're not going to make this big, huge thing. And one mom wrote, you know, a heartfelt note that was it was long, but I loved every minute of it. But basically, she you know, said what she made. I'm not going to go through it. But like, she's going and it was super simple. And I'm thinking, uh, that's not simple. You know, simple is grilling burgers, or simple is um, having grilled cheese sandwiches. Okay, you don't want that for dinner all the time. 
especially in my family, I'm a big Italian family and like sandwiches were not dinner. But I remember my husband getting home and being exhausted and I was exhausted and had not planned anything. And he's like, let's just do breakfast for dinner. And the kids loved it. We made pancakes, scrambled eggs. You know, if we had bacon, we did that. And it's not an everyday thing, but it's okay. You know, some days, uh, you know, you are going to order out pizza or get a couple of rotisserie chickens. And then when you can, you know, take a breath, that's when you can plan out some meals. Like for me, I'll make batches of meatballs and uh, make homemade sauce. And so all I have to do is grab a jar of sauce out of the freezer, you know, however many meatballs our family's going to eat, some bread out and make pasta. And that's an easy meal, you know, and throw a salad together. So it's not making everything from scratch that meal it's planning ahead that if you make meatballs make enough for the next four meals and then freeze the rest so hopefully that's helped I know that there's so much more to curriculum planning and like I said it's in that streamline your homeschool set we did Um, I did it with Gina Steffi and it is really wonderful and something I recommend you get it's at themediaangels.com forward slash store and if you are on our mailing list we often discount these things so be on the lookout for it but that is something you can listen to um, you know while at the park you know put some earbuds in and stream it on your phone and you can get some good advice and tons of handouts well friends take care god bless thanks for celebrating with us this 10 years of the ultimate homeschool podcast network And you are such a blessing to me, those of you that take the time uh, to write a quick note or answer a, um, you know, like we send out emails. And if you reply to the emails we send out, it comes in to me. So I see them. Uh, Sometimes I can't take care of all of them. So I'll forward them to the person that needs to take care of it if the link's not working or whatever. But um, I love hearing from you and I love hearing how you're doing. We have a podcast family page on Facebook. I'm not over there as much as I'd like to be, but if you need something specific from me or one of our podcasters, all you have to do is use that little at and our name, and we'll get that in our inbox, in our emails, and then we'll come over and chat with you. So, you know, it's a way, um, this Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network is a way for us to give back from those who have helped us through the years. And now we are mentoring you, the homeschool family. Take care, God bless, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.